Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is January 10th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan! I'm doing great. Just uh, just good to see you. Good to be in person. We're in person. First time, hopefully, of several, many in this new uh, 2024 year. We are live. Not li- Whatever. We're not live We're when not you're live. listening to this. But we are together in the swamp. And let me tell you, it is swampy down here. You just went for a little jog. Came in dripping with sweat. Looks like Lucas Glover in Memphis, although you were, you know, purposefully trying to work up a sweat, I believe, on, on a nice little, you know, five mile run. It is swampy down here in Jupe. I'll tell you what, it was uh it was a bit of shock to the system coming <laughs> from uh San Francisco. I've been been running a lot lately. It's but, humid. Humid. Yeah. But running a lot lately and I gotta say Coming over a little bit of a respiratory. Uh, I don't know if you're problem. over yet. You're kind of you're still battling. I would suggest <laughs> mixing humidity, and it was not it was not pleasant out there. It wasn't fun. It was a little hard to breathe, and you know just generally generally there's you know the scenery, the the topography. Topography's nice. No for a run. Oh, I, I like my topography. I, I like agree. going I mean, up and down and having having different things. This is just monotonous. It's just I don't know how people do it down here. Should they create some uh, maximalist running trails around here? Kind of move the land just so you could get your topography changes. Honestly, Panther Panther National might be the best place. To I run. saw it on the plane coming in. It's I didn't there. know it, but I saw it. Yeah, you were trying to idea it. And I said, that's, a, that's a lot of water. That's got to be Panther National. I mean, it, it looks like a lot of roads to nowhere right now. But hey, they're going to be $10 million homes there, I suppose. There's uh, for people to purchase on, on Justin Thomas and Jack Nich- Nicholas's design, I suppose. Justin Thomas's second design. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, should we talk about that? At our house, our Airbnb has a turf putting green in the back of it it's a nice airbnb um and it says it was designed by justin thomas now it's got three little cups it's what's the square footage of it uh, I mean, 75 it's square like six, feet six by ten maybe yeah. yeah and it says designed by justin thomas and we are flummoxed if we've landed at an airbnb if this is a joke if it's the owner trying to you know advertise something that's you know not actually the origin story of this this putting green in the back but uh <clears throat> you just about doubled over in laughter when we went out in the backyard and found this at our rental house i hit a bunch of chips i was on a phone call hit a bunch of chips to it it's not very receptive it's <laughs> hard to say it's <laughs> hard to chip to it's it's, it's a tiny green it's and, and yeah. you don't get any grab when the ball lands it just propels because it's concrete under it it just <laughs> it's unchippable really you got to have death touch around it also Caught one a little. I was trying to hit a kind of a oh, big no. flop. Caught it a little. Went over the fence. Oh, really? Into the other yard. Just barely. I mean, These just... These aren't wiffle balls. Yeah, they're real balls. Yeah. They're nitros. They're a good <laughs> quality ball. 
Um, and they just, it went right over, it went over the fence. I'm not going to lie. I kind of was like, oh, I hope nobody's home. <laughs> yeah, it's not, a, it's not a bad rental house. We still are efforting some jupe scoop. Uh, we're going to work, scrounge that up. We've been kind of knee deep, meeting with our friends at B. Dratty and others. So uh, we're, we're, we're going to kind of scrape the bottom for some jupe scoop here in the next couple of days. Oh, we what, might be going to the woods. We might run into some jupe scoop. You did have one an- another issue with the rental house, though. Were you struggling with the uh, toilets? Oh, I got to ask. This morning, I woke I up. Gotta, I you gotta, were flailing your arms about the toilet. I got to ask a question. Who asked for robot toilets? Who asked for them? No, it's a, it's innovation. It's an answer to a question no one asked, I, in my opinion. What was wrong with ha- having to just flush it with a, a lever? I feel like toilets have been pretty reliable and good, and as they are for the last 50 years, is my opinion. Yeah, so we got these mechanical toilet seats. I mean, they're fancy. You I mean, got all these buttons. buttons. Yeah. You, I, but they're hieroglyphics to figure out what button does what. <laughs> I, I had I was in bed this morning and mine was <laughs> lid was going up and down the light was it was auto flushing for two hours I was in bed trying to go to sleep and this thing is just as it's AI going on its own in there for two hours <laughs> from like five to seven in the morning so I had my own issue with my robot toilet I come out and you're already worked up about yours I just I I completely agree with you. Toilets were fine, as is. We don't need to make them technologically The other thing that's weird, I I get it in like a a cold environment, like the seat's like heated. It's hot when you sit down. It's like, I don't necessarily always want it to be hot. A hot hot toilet seat connotes (laughs) some bad memories. Like like some places you didn't want to have to sit down on a toilet seat. Because it's one one in like, you know, God forsaken if you've ever had to to sit down on a toilet in an airport. You don't want to be there. Yeah. Yeah, it just feels like fancy for the sake of being fancy. And quite honestly, it seems like they're still working out the kinks. This thing's got a mind of its own. At least mine does. I'm not even in the room and it's going up and down all over the place. So uh, that's the, the Well, report. you can't turn it off either. No. No. No, it just goes. It's got a mind of its own. So I was... You, uh, pull, you have to pull the plug. That's what Our place in LA yeah. for the US Open... The the bedroom I was in had one of those and it was broken. It was it was doing what it was doing to you. It's, I have not had a good experience with these designs. The world is not ready for these, and I don't know if we need them. I don't think we need them. It seems like an unnecessary expense. I'm with you. I can't wait till the the. <clears throat> Uh, robot toilet seat defenders come out and let's roll tomorrow. back the toilets to what they need to be they were fine the way they were um all right should we get to some golf should we do our you want to just jump right in it's a is it whip around wednesday uh i don't know that we have a lot to whip around to quite do you honestly talk about the rookies we can talk about the rookies i mean so one of the great traditions of the sony open before the re- wraparound schedule was this would be uh, this a rookie unveiling or new member unveiling? If you lost your card, you got it back. This, that, and the other. And I always, I, I remember just. What would you, what would you call the new name now? Uh, before we get to your memories. What do you mean? It was a rookie un- unveiling or a new member unveiling. Is it is is it a mule fest now? Now I. It's I don't know what to make. It's sort of this. Uh, 
it's this sort of closed shop deal, right? I mean, so 16 at the start of the week, it was, I think it was 16 of only 30 Corn Ferry Tour grads. Q School guys said, I, not even, no way. Harrison Endicott was like, boat race the field at Q School, not going to Wileye. I'm not even going to try. I always, my theory was this always could have been a right Monday Q because fewer guys would make the trip, right? That that was always my working theory that, that this could be a Monday queue to work your way in because not everybody could access it that easily. But this year, of course, you had everybody over for the rookie orientation. Few of them not playing in the field. 16 of 30 at the start of the week. I think a few more have gotten in. Jimmy Stainer, I believe, got in with uh, Nicholas Lindheim as WD and, and other, or Victor Perez, uh, left i don't know what why he bounced but jimmy stainer's now in uh maybe up to 17 or 18 with monday qualifiers martin streb martin or robert streb martin uh-huh. trainer um norman john and parker cootie got in uh via he was, uh, monday, monday. Q. Yeah, yeah via monday qualifiers which looks like a mess but anyways we had only half of the corn fairy tour grads no q school grads we got Zatch there on a on a Monday. Zach, Chuck Hoffman, Mr. Tuff, and Zatch Johnson were there on past champs uh, or money career money exemption. Um, what the, a sh- what a sham career for money me, is. The big issue for me is according to a report from Monday Qualifier, uh, Ryan French, case of the Monday Q. Uh, I think Brentley might have also had this. These guys were all told they were in the field at Sony at Victoria National when they graduated, allegedly. Uh, Monday Q reports that maybe this was part of their orientation. The That's tour keeping pro- making promises they can't keep. You're in the you're in the field. To me, in all of this, that's the biggest problem. You cannot, no matter what your models say, no matter what cal- calculations say, no matter how sure you are a thing might go or break. You cannot tell a player he's in the field or almost certainly in the field unless he is in the field unless you know his priority ranking will be full and can you know not be exhausted and the big issue it seems like or the unintended impact is the strategic alliancing swooping in a lot that dp world tour exemption now i don't know i guess they didn't expect all the guys to come over for that but what we had was um, we had Alexander Bjork. Yeah, I saw Bjork was in there. Valmaki. Sammy Valmaki, <laughs> who, guess what? They're blooding him, introducing him to his PGA Tour exemption off in the first round with Alejandro Toasty. So come over to our tour, you get a taste of Toasty. Maybe he won't come back. Maybe that's what their effort trying to do with that uh, first round pairing. Bobby McIntyre, Matthew Pavan, and Rio Hisatune. Hisatune. Uh, are they're taking five exemptions? Victor Perez was taking six. He's now since left, but that that certainly prevented that has a higher priority. That has a higher ranking status. Those ten guys, then all the KFT grads, they slid in. You know what KFT. that is? Yeah, what that is? What the strategic alliance it is. at work? Do I have an issue with that? I don't know. I mean, what do you? What the Euro Tour gives and gives and gives and gives, <laughs> and they get. Six spots over KFT, guys. I don't know what to say. Do you want to tell them to go pound sand? I get the KFT guys gripe, too. You say we play on the feeder tour. I graduated, and now I'm getting jumped by the other tour. You know what you're illuminating here? What? What's that? What you're illuminating that what? the PGA Tour just couldn't, couldn't get themselves to do? What? 
There's two tours, and the problem with this is that you're sharing points between the two tours. There's a PGA tour and a PGA PGB tour. Haven't you always asked for point uh, like currency kind of unity, right? Yeah, I agree. You're with talking that, about waiting, more but or less. like you know, and I think like this is it, it. In a way, it makes sense, but it hasn't shook out completely the way like you need years to allow this to shake out the right way right yeah for but like this is also where you know the corn ferry should be elevated up to right where it should be a bigger pool for just these events these events right a kft events and and players should be closer to like a sony event open field Right. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Like it, it, where you have this bottom and top that mix together. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, we're getting there. I think to an extent it is, it is getting closer there, but the PGA tour just won't rip the bandaid off and say we're there. Right. And this is, yeah. I mean, the tour like there, there, if you want to have two tours still, if you want to have different tours, then the tour distinction shouldn't be PGA Tour and Corn Ferry Tour. It should be these signature events and the bottom tour, right? And I, there should be like really strict uh, relegation. The top guys shouldn't be playing down and the down guys shouldn't be playing, uh, you, you know, limited amount of down guys should be playing up. Like if you want to make it that, then it should just be like strict. And, P- and Justin Thomas should be in this field, right? And Adam yeah. Scott, Adam yeah. Scott's playing this week uh, in this field. But like... If you're going to go, you have to go two different ways, right? There needs to be just like a, and this, the way it is right now, what's, what's funny to me, just humorous, is like, you knew these models were going to be bullshit that they came out with. It, that's the problem. <laughs> the, the models problem. were bullshit. You knew it. They never get this stuff right. And here we are. We're one week into the season, and everybody already knows it's all bullshit because it's like, oh, we thought all these guys were going to get into this week, whoops, and we've we whoops, told you, yeah, like this. This means the models are off. We're already, we're already, we already know that there's no way they're going to get the churn that they thought they were going to get because of this. Like this, like the guys can't get starts. Yeah, I think. I- Look, guys not getting in fields has been a, a part of the tour forever, right? Like guys' priority not getting in, just missing out. Has, but this is like when they expected it to go a certain way and it didn't is pretty embarrassing and evidence of more bumbling, I think, uh, or, you know, unintended effects of well, quite honestly the dramatic like overhauls they've made to the tour on the fly pretty quickly over the last few years. Like this is just going to keep happening. These, un- oh shit, wait. All those Euro guys are going to take a lot of it. They're going to come. Like, this stuff is happening quickly, for the tour at least. And, and there's is, going to be these downstream unintended effects. And this is where if you had the same currencies between Corn Ferry and PGA Tour, right? Like, what would help is if there was a concurrent Corn Ferry event that a rookie yeah. who's not getting any starts could go play and get points. Not even not go lose to Hawaii ground. and just focus on something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is where all the tours need to work together. They can't have these class system. You either have to go all universal points all the way down through the Americas, or you have to go, this is like the tour and there's nothing about it. Like there's, there's strict relegation promotion and that's it. It's not like a Premier uh, or a Champions League can play up into the Premier League for a year. Yeah. Right. Or for like half the season. Right. Yeah. Like they can't just go up there for a game. Yep. So yep. you either have to make it strict leagues 
or you need to have all of this related and have it have a flow because then a PGA Tour member that finished 25th on the Corn Ferry points list has very low priority could look and be like, you know what? I can at least play here and get points that help me keep my PGA Tour card, right? Yep. Or yep. help me keep my status. There is no... There is no, like a PGA Tour card extends down to Americas. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of what your status is in between. Does that make sense? A little bit, yep, a little bit. Because I think there's a lot of like angst about this immediate situation with the Sony and half the guys only getting in. But like the bigger problem is like the season outlook for there's, a lot of these there's guys. There's nowhere to play. Yeah, yeah it's gonna, this is going to kind of keep happening. It was exacerbated this week by, I, I think I saw like 38 of 59 from Kapalua just went over and kept stayed at Sony. So that's 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 probably taking few more spots. But like between Signature, uh, between like, you know, the players, between majors, um, between invitationals, obviously Phoenix is smaller. Genesis, though, like those are sig. Uh, well, Phoenix isn't a sig, but it's a smaller event because of the time of year, one course, all that. Like, there's not a lot of starts for, and then there's a reshuffle. There's just not a lot of starts. Um, so there's shouting about the Sony Open issue, but I think it's against it, the larger well, picture. If you think about it as like an inventory thing, right? Yeah. Like what they what they've done with these signature events being smaller fields, no cut events, is that they've greatly reduced the inventory of spots. So that creates a higher demand at every tournament, every other tournament, and they haven't reduced the members. Yeah, and I think like you know, this is this wouldn't be that bad if there weren't so many bullshit hanger on exemptions like yeah. like money. Career Sweet. money, yeah. Um, past champion, um, all these exemptions that are just like these parachutes that add to the problem. Yeah. Can I? So there's been a lot of shouting about this, and the tour certainly bumbled their messaging around it. Whether it was at KFT graduation ceremony or the, the mule, the not mule, expecting mule meetings. Can I do a little pushback on the shouting? Like tough shit. The tour two things can be true, right? Needs to get leaner and meaner and more elite. Um, do I feel for corn fairy guys who played good golf to get up? yeah, like they should probably be given more opportunity than they do. But for years we've asked for the bloat to be addressed, the schedule to be cut down, um, events to like be like, I don't know, basically called out, put up in lights. Like, hey, this one, all the guys are going to be at this one. This matters uh, a little bit more. I just think, like, it's professional sports. Not everybody from Michigan's national championship winning football team is going to go pro. They have a bunch of world-class athletes, just like they're a bunch of world-class golfers. But, like, I, I just think we've asked for years for the product to be made more lean and mean and more elite. And... I think that's kind of what they're getting at. Now, are they bumbling through it? Do they have the final answer? Is it going to take years of kind of changing or tweaking this, that? Yeah, and I think that's a separate issue. You can have not have faith in their models or execution of it. But um, 
I have sympathy for a lot of guys while also saying like this is mostly peripheral players, right? The, the, it's, it's mostly peripheral world-class talents, but they are peripheral in this cutthroat scenario. So I'm kind of like, I think, hey, cool. The schedule's smaller. There's fewer opportunities. But I'll say I'll show you, I'll show you Eric Cole. Guys playing mini tours, and now he's a freaking bona fide. Like there are next fives and next tens and swings. This there is access, and maybe this is the way we wanted it to go. Even if there are these kind of unfortunate reorders and bumbling that the tour has done. I think if this is a classic. Two things can be true: that the tour is generally heading in the right direction. Yeah. But they're making a lot of mistakes along the way. And and the the schedule is kind of jacked up right now yeah. is the other half of this that yeah. it is also true is that it's totally jacked up. It's totally wrong the way it should be set up. Like mm. I would much rather have the guy that you know, finished 15th on the Corn Ferry Tour in this event from a competitive level yeah. than Zach Johnson, who's shown us over That's the last true. five years that he's a non-competitive player. Yep. He's just not a world-class golfer anymore. Like, and I, he is a Hall of Famer, okay? But, like, sometimes, this, this is true in every other sport, you reach a point where you just aren't the guy you used to be. And guess what happens in every other sport? You retire. You're out. You get cut. You, you get, go yeah. try and if you want to play, keep playing basketball, you go play in China. Yeah. You know, and, and for Zach Johnson at this point, he should be playing on the Corn Ferry Tour if he wants to play because he, over the last few years, he has proven that he is not a PGA Tour player and he's a legend. Yeah. He's a legend Great of a generation. Yeah. Okay. But he's just not a PGA Tour player anymore. Yeah, it, it's a tough balance to say we need to become, you know, leaner, meaner. But are you truly fully meritocratic? If, well, that, that's the problem. Is yeah. all the parachutes that they've created over the years? It's it's this looking it's at the this. push and pull of the whole thing, the, the 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 entire mess that they've gotten themselves into yeah. over the last four years has all centered around. Their member-run organization. Yep, totally, and that's that's part of the, yeah. There are definite flaws. Looking at this Sony Open field specifically, there's not a ton of like garbage exemptions that Zatch and the like the career money list want is one, but it is pretty meritocratic by the book. There's a handful of sponsors exemptions. You get a lot of the Japan Tour players coming over. This has like always been a historic traditional event for that. Uh, I just like flipping through it. It's just. It is pretty by the book in terms of where you finished last year on the FedEx or or KFT. There's not a lot of a lot of junk like filling it up. I've pulled a couple people that handle tour sponsorships, and I asked them point blank, multiple people, uh-huh. would you sponsor a tour event if you didn't get sponsors exemptions? Does that have any impact on you spending money? Do you know what the answer was? I mean, I assume no. Resounding no. I don't get to invite John Daly. This, the, the invites have no impact yeah. on why we sponsor this. Yeah. Rip the Band-Aid off. Right. I, I, yeah. 
if if one if if one does then say sorry then we aren't this doesn't work for us anymore right right nobody has a problem with this nobody's spending 20 million or 10 million or 8 million because they want there's that six spot you could clear out these spots if you cleared out the 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 career monies the like the medicals have to have some really strict like really strict stuff because like Will's Alphors uh, should be in right yeah they he should be able to play wherever he wants but like if you got rid of the career monies the past champions these crazy categories um the sponsors exemptions guess what we aren't talking about yeah, maybe we should do a major medical exam on the first tee where you're getting violating every HIPAA law to make sure you clear that you are you you are coming you had a full uh, you are still recovering or or you had a full injury you know you have to flip through the records did when yeah. did this surgery take place <laughs> what were the effects how long you know well all the that. the players would start to find the clay man of doctors <laughs> you know that would <laughs> that would come diagnose them with anything. <laughs> Well, one way to avoid that, doctor, uh, and maybe improve your health, focus on your health early in the year. It's easy. You're talking about the schedule being all jacked up. Here we are traveling first week of the year when we're all focused on our health. Everybody tries to reemphasize it. One way your health could get all jacked up is that diet, nutrients all go to hell when you're on the road. But one way we take care of and ensure our gut health is... uh, is, is a simple formula, taking AG1. We've made it a part of our daily routine for, routine for the last almost year plus now. We're going on more than a year. We've been drinking AG1 every day, no exceptions. It's just one little scoop in the uh, shaker bottle mixed with water once a day, every day. Uh, makes you feel energized, strong, usually nourished, ready to take on the day. Each serving of AG1 delivers your daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre and probiotics, and more. It's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. And I guess that's what I would get to, is like the simplistic nature of it, especially when we're traveling like we are right now. I, I, as an experienced traveler, if you can keep your gut health, I want to get into, we've already talked about toilet seats. If we can, (laughs) if you can keep your gut health in order and keep your body functioning the way you do when you're at home, it's like just, and I think this is the biggest thing for me with AG one. It's just it keeps me keeps me on a on a on a regulation, right? Yeah. yeah. And and it, and that it, it makes me feel good. It makes me like I just don't feel bloated. I don't, you know, these are things that just help me, especially when I'm traveling. It's a so. little bit of boost. It covers the bases with high quality uh, pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food sourced nutrients. I was like, no BS. I'm trying to like address my health. I was reading like newsletter, health newsletter. It's, I talked all about gut health. This had nothing to do with AG1 or anything. It's like trying to get all these like, you know, everybody eats these high calorie food, high calorie diets that have no nutrients in them. Like here I know in a quick burst in the morning, I'm at least setting a good base for gut health. Uh, and that's so, AG1. Listen, Go. If there's if there's one product that I had to recommend to elevate your health, it's AG1. And that's why I've partnered with them for so long. So if you want to take ownership of your health, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at 
drinkag1.com slash shotgun. That's drinkag1.com slash shotgun. Check it out. What were we talking about? Let's go to schedule for the week. Before we got to gut health. Let's just jump into schedule for the week. Uh, I think we, we'll do a few things to watch for at Sony Open. I think Toasty, like, come on. This is number one. Toasty's toasty. out last. This is BS. Well, they, gotta, they're trying to get him in the primetime window at the end of the, <laughs> end of the round. You're going to get Toasty ro- strolling around there, let's roaming hit, around there. Let's hit on that window. Sony Open in Hawaii is on the PGA Tour. This is on Golf Channel, 7 to 10.30 p.m. Andy, you get your primetime coverage you asked for. Here we go. Although, we get to Sunday, and they punt. Four to six on NBC, six to eight on Golf Channel. What? But 10.30 Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday finish. Sunday, they finish at eight. Sony Open in Hawaii. That's at historic Wiley Country Club purses, 8.3 million. Notables, Ludwig, Keegan, Corey Connors, Matt Fitz, Brian Harmon, Turrell Hatton, Siwoo Kim, defending champ, Hideki Matsuyama, Justin Rose, and Will Zalatoris making... Right? I think it's got to be his season debut. Yeah. This is uh, exciting to watch. Obviously, I think this is an underlying story as we run into um, the majors is what what is Will Zalatoris? What is he going to look like? This is obviously someone who was a budding superstar before some injuries, you know, and uh, it'll be it'll be fun to watch uh, his comeback trial. Yeah. I, I think it's interesting to watch this event like. I feel like it's a really important event to the PGA Tour. While we, I, I know it's not the strongest, but it's like a historic sponsor, historic stop, historic venue. And I'm just like wondering what becomes of it in the new co world or the new age PGA Tour. Is, is Sony lose interest in this? So I, I think it's the start of something to look for there. Like we would hate to lose Wiley from the tour. There's not enough. Uh, <clears throat> moderately historic venues with some charm and character. I, I know Wiley's undergone various uh, changes more than nips and tucks over the years with hotels being built and things like that. But you know what? What? Seven, where does it's this like kind of event, years and running? Yeah, where does this kind of event fit in in the future? Um, Can I propose something? What's that? Propose a tweak to the event. What? Double, double course. Bring Wiley in. That's not even on the same island, I don't think. Isn't that on the big island? We need Hualai and Hualai. God, that would, we already struggle enough with the, the distinctions. But yeah, How good so what do they do? Be? They fly back and forth yeah. from Thursday and Friday? Hualai and Hualai <laughs> together. Make it a Champions Tour co-branded uh, co-sanction event or just Corn keep Ferry, the Champions Corn Tour out of it. Com- Corn Ferry players and PGA yeah. Tour players. Yeah. Then you don't have a field problem, right? Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> two, two venues. Blow it out. All right, let's do it. There we go. Uh, anything else to watch for at the Sony Open? Toasty is, is number one. Do you have a one and done pick? Uh, yeah. Yeah, What's I do. That? I think it's going to be a guy. We, we went... We were peek behind the curtain. We were at the Dratty Den, Dratty Bungalow today. Yeah, don't you? Saw, saw a bunch of their fits. This is not an ad read, but I think this guy's going to be ultra comfortable this year after what I saw. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to get off to a hot start. It's Brian Harmon. Yeah. Oh, reigning Open champion. Yeah. The guy's played well at this golf course. He's played, played well last week. I think he just is going to hit the ground running here. <clears throat> You know, you yeah. put him out. He's comfortable. You, you know, you talk about like 
what it zinger said you could send them out into a jungle with a pocket bo- <laughs> a po- pocket knife and a book of matches you know what hawaii's got jungles well we know there's puddles too this we see the monday qualifier there's flood watches the watch became a warning became a reality so he's probably jumping around the puddles and hot the trot ready to go brian Armand. puddle boy (laughs) uh that's a good pick a lot of people I, i like that one um so i was obviously crestfallen this is my jerry kelly spot if i can't take jerry kelly i don't know who to take and he is not in the field you talk about what? you know they're trying to make these leaner and meaner i don't know at what cost when you can't put jerry kelly in a sony open i don't know what they've done to my tour but uh with jerry kelly out i will go with uh, russell henley it seems like he always plays well here obviously one i think in his very first ever rookie debut pga tour start here uh puts the daylights out of it um as the bot will write, I'm sure. Hey, but I'm um, a Russell Henley guy this week. Reminder, uh, Club TFE. If you want to play against us, if you want to, if you want to take on me and Brendan in in the in the pool, you think we're easy money? I yeah. don't know. We're gambling pod. You might be a little. You know, you might you lost out on the on the first uh, the first week of uh, of it, but you know this, this is a long season. You could still make up. Make we up also the ground. Have, we have weekly fantasy on the PG uh, weekly fantasy that jumps in. So I got to do that. That's gotta... up and down every week. There's different Man. segment prizes, so there'll be multiple rolling prizes throughout the year, and you can jump in at any point. And great, not feel like you're behind the eight. Great ball team names: Ian Poulter's Wayward Shank, uh, Jimmy Doherty, and Josh LaBelle picked Chris Kirk last week. Talk about some sharks. Yeah, there's there's a lot Sharp. of funny team Sharps. names in there. Jonathan Bradley after J.B. Holmes is uh hey, do you, you know, think Calcutta Warren name. Sharp the NFL guy yeah is his real last name is Sharp I wondered about there can't be no that's just a stage name or nom de plum that's not a real thing um all right so one and done picks are, are out uh, feature groups are not here yet but we do have tea times um Billy Boy going out uh, we have Grayson Murray I believe was was quarantined with another mule uh, so, so some interesting tee times on the tee sheet. Let's continue on with uh, our schedule for the week. We have the DP World Tour joining the battle here in 2024. They have their own event, Dubai Invitational at Dubai Creek Resort, United Arab Emirates. Uh, it's the first ever Dubai Invitational with two straight weeks. You know, you have the the, the next one. I think it's a Rolex Series event next next week. Um, this is a 60-player, no-cut event. This is on Golf Channel 2.30 to 7.30 a.m. Thursday and Friday, Eastern, and then 3 to 7.30 a.m. Saturday and Sunday. So it could be coffee golf if you're up bright and early on the weekend. Um, in the field this week over in Dubai is Luke Donald, LD. So he's not down here around here in Jupiter. He must have heard we were coming and fled. Uh, Tommy Fleetwood, Brian Fox, Nikolai Hogard, Rasmus Hogard, Adrian Marunk, Francesco Molinari, and... Roy McElroy, who is making his 2024 debut over in Dubai, says he's there as a favorite to his friend uh, Abdallah, or uh, who just—I mean, this isn't—this is a 3.6 or 2.5 million dollar purse. This isn't the main, you know, Dubai he's opener. Playing next week too, yes. the Rolex event. Yes, yes. Um, starts the year in Dubai. Doesn't so start in Hawaii. Those are your two. Yeah, doesn't start in Hawaii. <laughs> he's a world player. He's got his membership on multiple tours. So those are your schedule for the week. That's it. Those two events. Rory was over in Dubai. We should get to this whip around Wednesday. Had some comments. Uh, John Huggin wrote it up. I, I'm sure he was ecstatic to hear this coming. <laughs> Knowing Huggy as he is, he was ecstatic to hear some of this coming out of Rory's mouth. Uh, on the future, potential future solution for what pro golf could look like. Quote, 
going forward, if everything is on the table, venues have to be a big part of the consideration. I just interject here. I don't think that's ever, I may, maybe it will be. I don't know. But the PGA Tour being what it is, I mean, I don't know. Royal Greens and King Abdullah Economic City. I, what are the venues? All right. So that's venues have to be a big part of the consideration. Right. I agree with them. I admire that. One can that. dream. One can dream. Yeah. We need to make sure the courses are worthy of the players who are going to be competing. I would love to see the subjective or objective metric that deems worthiness. I, was that would th- be good. I honestly was thinking about this on a run recently. Yeah. And... If you go to the great cities around the world, most of them have a couple golf courses that are... Santosa. <laughs> Singapore, right? Listen, if you go to the, like, the big American cities, yeah, yeah, LA's yeah. got Riv. Chicago has Olympia, Medina, and... Uh, Olympic field. Olympia yeah, Fields, yeah, yeah. And uh, you could do Conway. Like Conway works. It's not, yeah, I think like the other two are a little bit more championship pedigree, but Conway's in a good spot, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's New a, York's got plenty. New York has tons. Like Ridgewood is like forgotten. It that that place is awesome. And it, you they used to host there. Yeah. Boston has some. You know, uh the Philly has has some. Many. Um the not everyone will host. Does, doesn't want. Renner, we saw this with congressional and others. Well, I this don't want is the tour thing. If year. you go to this world tour, you find new spots, or, or you, you can, can rotate. rotate it a little bit. Yeah, the, you don't have to have a Chicago event every year. You don't have to have a. a um, you probably need a New York event every year. Did you read these quotes? Have no. You got, all right. So here he goes. Continue on. My dream scenario is a world tour with the proviso that corporate America. Proviso, using big words on the fly, with the proviso that corporate America has to remain a big part of it all. Saudi Arabia, too. That's just basic economics. But there is an untapped commercial opportunity out there. Investors always want to make a return on their revenue or on their money. Revenues at the PGA Tour right now are about $2.3 billion. So how do we get that number up to four or six? To me, it's by looking outward. They need to think internationally and spread their wings a bit. I've been banging that drum for a while. Whether they rotate or rotated on the new global circuit or we go to the same ones every year i'm okay with either the australian open for example should almost be the fifth major the market down there is huge with potential they love golf they love sport they have been starved of top level golf and the courses are so good the south african open is another i'd have in the mix then you have places like singapore and hong kong and japan what a market japan represents that would be another opportunity. We could end up with something that resembles Formula One, but with a little more of an American presence. Throw in the four majors and you have a brilliant schedule for the top 70 to 100 guys, whatever the number is. We'd have, say, a 22-event schedule. That would look pretty good to me. Pretty awesome. Australian Open, World Tour. I, I got to say, I kind of love non-board Rory. <laughs> throwing, around, throwing around ideas and... You know, stirring the pot a little bit here. I'm sure that some non-board, people... Non-board, not being B-O-R-D, non-policy board member. Non-policy board. Speaking freely. A little got, bit, maybe. Got, got to imagine that some of the policy board members and, and PAC members might might not like all oh, these ideas. I mean, I think we can more than imagine. I don't, I don't I, think I, they loved some of the uh, comments on the football podcast, but I don't know. It's just rumors out there. Who knows? I think that this is, I mean, this is absolutely where golf has to go. 
right? Yeah. We've talked about this for years. It's like, what are what are we doing having events in, in it's your favorite punching bag uh, in RSM. What are we doing anything? What are we doing? I mean, I, Sea Island's great, but uh, tour event, I don't know if it makes sense. I think the underlying he- thing here also <laughs> is like everybody's like, oh, the travel, the travel of a world tour. If you go to 20 events, that 25 four events. majors. That includes the four majors. So you, so you go to 20 events. It's not, and all these guys fly private that are going to be in these, uh, close to all of them. Lucas like, Glover's flying in, yeah. you know, jet blue. But all, you, there's enough money to, to make this done. There's no, there's no secret as to why the PGA, or the NFL is playing in, in Germany. Yeah. And, NBA and Cavs London. play in France on Thursday at 2 p.m. I didn't understand that, but they're playing the Nets. I mean, they're just jumping around a little bit. NBA's doing it. Obviously, NFL, as you said, it's, Germany. You can make more money the more places you reach. Yeah. The health of your sport is going to be better. And I'm sure, like, listen, like, the tour is kind of dominated by people that aren't really, like, global people, right? Yeah, like you get you get you get you know it's just I think like that's going to be the biggest resistance to this. But if you bring this money in, you got to think big, and this is a big dream, a big thought that's that could easily be accomplished. Yep, yep. Uh, One more thing he said on Team Golf. If it is done like the IPL cricket model, uh, a model which I have, I, I don't know the first damn thing about cricket. <laughs> I'm not going to lie and pretend. I, I pretend on other matters. There's, I won't even on There's going to be a rush of uh, golf podcasters that are cricket <laughs> experts. Team competition has a chance in golf. I've said what I've said about Liv. I still think it is a confusing product. So what they need to do is lean more into the team stuff. If you want to make your team franchises valuable, especially if you're not going to get world ranking points and dive deep into team golf. I could see an eight event schedule with four events in the spring and four events in the fall. If it was an EPL like team thing, I would enjoy it hugely. There's an opportunity to do more within the bigger ecosystem. So again, pitching world tours, pitching four team events in the spring, four team events in the fall, IPL style, whatever that might mean. You know, um, you know, I th- I'm sniffing out here. What we need to, to do drive by of the, of the TGL headquarters. See what's going on. What do you think's going on? Well, I'm talking team golf now, you know? After we suggested that the other night, we were messaged to, we were welcome to drive by in a maybe not investigative manner, but just to take a pass. I, I don't know, but we got to find out where that is. Um, yeah, team golf may be coming within the ecosystem. Who knows? Um, I think that does what do, it. What do you think about the, the team golf component? I don't know yet. I, I think it sounds great in a, in a lab, on in an innovation lab, on a whiteboard. I think it is cool. I think it's cool to talk about or think about here. I saw the cliques that, that live leaked, <laughs> stepped on their own news, accidentally leaked that the cliques apparently are going to have Kale Samuja. So maybe a, a kind of a franchise-changing dynamic with <laughs> Kale coming or Cali Samuja coming on board unintendedly spread Bl- that on Blandy, social media. Blandy Samuja. Keimer. Keimer who should have been relegated into the sun <laughs> but because he has a contract is still the cliques. I hope that's Rom. That's Rom's team. I it can't be the case. So I don't know. Is that is that a hot take? I don't know that it's 
it sounds better on paper than it actually does at this saturation level execution of, of 10 times a year. I don't know. It, it does seem like it could be cool. You know what I'm confident about? What? If you hand a team concept to the PGA Tour and tell them to execute on it, you know what it won't be? Good. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, that does it. I, I think I spoiled my news that Kale is on the cliques, or, or I've already hit that, I should say. I think that does it. I saw, I saw like a Wednesday post with the cliques. Uh, Cleeks had their uh, logo on grass somewhere. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, for the clique got diehards. It's good to know that their teams is going to be around. Yep. <laughs> they yep. were wondering if they were going to get uh, Seattle Supersonics out of the league. Hey, speaking of movement, did you see BC picked up a Illinois transfer? Yes, what is this? Uh, we're, we're now taking your guys. It must must not have fit. Is he with, a good defensive? What is his name? Seb McDonald or something like listen, that? Listen, must not have fit, fit what Burt was trying to do there. Not a culture fit. Yeah, Burt Bielema, he's got a plan, and we got to trust in Burt. All right. Well, we're, yeah, we got your – I love that we're robbing the the Alliandite to, to fill the fill the trenches. Are we going to the Chestnut woods Hill. tonight? I don't know. I was just about to say we're about – we got to get off the horn here because we got to go – we got to find some jupe scoop. We got to get – while we're down here, we got to get going – out to dinner everyone enjoy your wednesdays enjoy your thursdays we'll be back with you on friday to talk a little bit more wiley sony open and whatever may come sgs golf advice too send your email we're gonna get that fired up and going for the new year sgs golf advice at who knows if you're gonna be around on friday we'll see we'll see talk to you then